0: This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Support for the Skeptical Skeptics Podcast comes from Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. So, if you have untrimmed pubes that can be the thing of the past um if you have trimmed pubes you're probably doing it wrong and it's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season and by yourself i mean your significant other more than likely or at least your ego and the hope that you will have a significant other um to share this holiday season with i am talking about the manscaped perfect package 2.0 which includes a trimmer which is very, very nice. It is also waterproof so you can use it in the shower. Um, it is, it comes with like guards and like a brush and literally everything you need to keep trimmed. Um, it's like they say it's cut free. I still have not put that to the test because I am terrified. I I put the trimmer to the test, but I haven't tried to cut myself with it. Um, but I take the word for it. Um, I literally put my, uh, Genitals where my mouth is. (laughs) No, I did not do that. Um, Anyway, I put my genitals in their hands. Uh, That was requested by Rachel for me to say that. So there you go. But yeah, and it didn't disappoint. If you have sweaty and stinky balls, um, you will be thankful for the crop reviver and the crop preserver. But the crop preserver is a deodorant for your balls, which actually um, other than a few I wouldn't call them mistakes, but we'll say experiments whenever I was a teenager. I didn't know that deodorant was needed for the ball region. Uh, well, needed. Yes. Existed. No, um, that deodorant may or may not have been axed. Um, but anyway, yeah, so this works. Smells good. And you have the crop reviver uh, in case you need a little pick me up. It's like a cologne for your crops, which I don't know why they call it crops, but I like it. It feels classy. Um, They also come. The perfect package comes with boxer briefs that are athletic and absolutely wonderful. They're the best boxer briefs I've ever had in my entire life. Um, And they feel great. And they're also anti-chafing, which is grand. So this is the season to finally take care of yourself and use our promo code skeptical. And you get 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code skeptical at manscaped.com. That's M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D dot com. Your balls will thank you. Also, ladies, not a bad option for you as well. I mean, just trying to expand the market a little bit. To recap, you get the trimmer, waterproof trimmer, you get the prop, crop preserver, you get the crop reviver, and the boxers, all in the perfect package 2.0 with a lovely carrying case. <laughs> everybody to the skeptical skeptics podcast we're your hosts rj metzger no yeah i listened to like what we were doing before and i realized i just kept saying i'm your host like i'm the only one yeah
1: but when you say for we're, the whole time but
0: you when you say we're your host rj metzger that sounds no, your ridiculous hosts, and i'm rj metzger
1: is that how you're gonna say it now
0: we're your hosts i'm rj metzger and I'm Rachel Metzger. I'm going to try. It made no sense before. 50 freaking episodes. A dang year. Made no sense. Which, okay. by the way, why are we on episode 40? We missed five weeks throughout the year. We suck. Actually, more than that. We A missed like that, seven weeks. I think weeks. about two, two of those weeks we, I, we were with the baby. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Um, the baby,
1: like he's not Cole. Cole, man.
0: Love Nicole, man. All right. So th- uh, trying to catch up on some people we should have called out. Um, Aaron Oridian, which actually I didn't miss them because they just reached out uh, off of our last episode saying, FYI, I would not be upset if RJ did a regular UFO update on the podcast. What up? That's our new section on a segment on the show. No, It's not. UFO segment <laughs> after this. Anyway, no, it's not Aaron Oridian. Thank you for reaching out. Um, we also have who, Rach? Uh, tech support 84. Who said they found us on accident, but now they're listening. Now on they're listening on I think purpose. we may have called this out. And then I think we called out AJ Blue as well. You're not saying
1: what this is. It's a, it's a review on, on iTunes. A very funny review. So thank you.
0: Yep. And then we also have Stan the Movie Man. I think we called out Stan the Movie Man. Cause I said that they have a podcast you need to check out and it's good. Yep. Um, I think Stan the
1: Movie Man is one person.
0: Well, yeah, but I don't know. He has a team who supports him. (laughs) He is Stan the movie man with a team of people. Um, And then there are some people I think we missed. So if you reach out and we missed you, please, please tell us. Call us out. Tell us how big of jerks we are. Right. We're sorry. Yeah. We love you. We're just normal people who suck at things and one of them is being organized enough to remember who talked to us i know we're like celebrities or whatever but we're not perfect okay guys whoa <laughs> God, i hated that <laughs> I, I might actually delete that it was, no it was funny it wasn't funny nobody it was thought
1: it was funny, funny. <laughs> no one is listening yet you can't the only person in the room is you
0: me yeah i'm yeah, yeah i'm the other person i didn't think it was funny.
1: of the room thought it was no
0: you didn't you puckered i saw
1: i laughed
0: all right whatever Um, also check out the bloopers at the end of this episode. It's gonna be a lot of us singing uh power line. (laughs) A lot.
1: Man, or (laughs) if you don't enjoy listening to two people who can't sing sing and the song Powerline don't.
0: Hey, speak for yourself. I do a bang up impression of Power Line. (laughs) Okay. Um all right. What else? News. Oh, news. In the news. So in the news, actually there's a couple things I I uh hmm. I'm too okay. tired okay. to have actually understood, but, um, hold on. I'll, I'll explain because I just click through a bunch of articles and then I decide which one I'm going to share. So the one I am going to share is this, um, there's a new Bigfoot howling video that apparently is really spine tingling. Um, I would play it for you, but considering it's going viral right now, I don't want people to be like, it's my rat." And, uh, so anyway, yeah, check it out. Just Google it. We'll link it on our social media. Um, but yeah, so play that. The other thing is people think they figured out uh, what Stonehenge was and that it was, as they have assumed for a long time, a remnant of the first like British city um, forever ago, like a long time ago. They also discovered a 3000 year old uh, monolithic temple that was used for water rituals and fertility. And -hmm. then.
1: Like what is a segment?
0: Oh, gosh. What is
1: a water ritual? Like asking for water?
0: No, nah, it's Wanting like at water? the water. I don't remember. Okay. Anyway, I read the article. Helpful. Um, And then UFO segment. Did I talk about the uh, Italian helicopter that got shot down by a UFO? Do you want me to be honest or not? I don't know. I I know we <laughs> talked about it, but I, it wasn't on the podcast. Okay. Do you want me to be
1: more honest or not? No. I, I remember none of that. Yeah,
0: you don't listen. <laughs> I know you're the worst. Anyway, U F O. Once segments. you
1: start talking about aliens, I just kind of so wrote. it's
0: on unidentified. Um, but uh, they were kind of clued in by the Italian government. This is uh, to the Stars Arts and Academy, whatever Academy of the Arts and Sciences, um, that there was a helicopter shot down in Italy by a UFO and a bystander on the ground actually got a picture of the helicopter and then like a blurry shape behind it. Oh, wow. Yeah. And the rotors were like peeling and it, it was shot down in a way that like nobody else could do it. So check that out. All right. Google it. Um, probably do an episode on it at some point. Whenever Rachel's lifted the alien ban, hashtag free RJ, it's not an alien hashtag ban, free aliens. I just feel like we have to, we have to break things up. Oh, well my data and research oh says gosh. That you are the one who does true crime and disappearances Again, way too much.
1: How many times have you ever done a true crime disappearance, RJ? One. And which was that? Zodiac. The one we did together. <laughs> so that's why I've done it a bunch of times because I'm, I'm the only saying. one who does, and it's
0: part of our I do repertoire aliens. on not our that thing. Much.
1: And I do aliens too. All
0: right, hey, let's not show the children the way that we argue. <laughs> you started it, not me, with your with your data. Right. Hey, data speaks. All right, you can't argue the data. Have you ever called it data? No, but there was this meme that was like, it was like one, like a big thing looming. And then like a person like hiding in the corner. Mm -hmm. And it just, you know, obviously it's, it's written. So you could say it either way, but it says people who say data versus people who say data. And like, so you read it however you want, but.
1: Which is the big one is data.
0: Of course. And the little one is data. data. Who says data? Data. Someone trying to sound cool. I hate them. I'm so sorry if any of you say data. Continue to live your life the way you want. Total joke. I know it's all regional. Oh, which actually kind of goes into my topic and I'm going second. I don't so. know what you're talking about today. Yeah. The gym twins. Twins named Jim.
1: All right. Is one of them a gym we know?
0: No. Oh. Love that Jim. He's the best. But no, they were born in the 40s.
1: Oh, well, then I guess <laughs> that answers that question. Uh,
0: anyway, what are you doing?
1: I am talking about the Duende.
0: Oh, yeah. I knew what you were talking about because you had to ask me 17 times how to say it and spell it's it. It's a very interesting name. Anyways. You know, here's the thing about Spanish oh. real quick. It's like the only language specifically in contrast with English that is spelled exactly how it sounds. That's like the great thing about Spanish. Right. So do, do you Wendy No, but see
1: what I was lost with was when you put in duende, the first thing that pops up is the whole, um, is the Spanish definition of like, crap. I'm going to say it wrong now, like passion or spirit. And so then I was like, oh, I must be spelling it wrong, and that's why I called you. At first, I literally spelled it exactly how how you told me to. What word you're talking about? Look it up. uh, Okay, hold on. Here we go. Duende is a Spanish term for a heightened state of emotion, expression, and authenticity, often connected with flamenco flamen flamenco it's flame and then nco
0: sure flamenco um here's the thing though it's also leprechauns go and then
1: it says and it says the term derives from the duende but i didn't read that part yet so i was like how are those mean the same thing it seems very confusing for those to mean the same thing
0: fair enough
1: you're up okay so the duende I have a hard time describing what this is because there's actually a few different cultures that have the Duende in their folklore. Um,
0: Coronabella. Did we call her out? No. Coronabella. Also, thank you for listening and reaching out. Here's to you,
1: Coronabella. So I'm going to talk about kind of the different, what it means to different people. One of those people is your people. Yo. The Pinos. Dampinos. Um, so it is a creature believed to exist...
0: Before you get rolling. Sorry. We forgot to talk about our ghost Rude. Time. I know. I forgot. We forgot to uh, talk we about our We could talk about at the end or you could have waited for me to finish we'll my sentence. Sorry. We'll talk about it at the end. Anywho. Continue on.
1: Um, it's a creature believed to exist in Iberian, Latin American, and Filipino fo- folklore. Um, so in Portugal, the word is used to describe beings of small stature that wear big hats and walk around the forest while whistling a, myst- a myth- mystical song? Leprechauns. Uh, It's believed they use their song to lure young children to the forest, causing them to get lost.
0: Leprechauns. Rude. They killed my cousin. We'll talk about that later.
1: No, I mean, I'm talking about the Duende. Talk about it.
0: I don't know how serious my mom takes it. I will say she cried about it. I, I talked about this before, though. I've talked about this. Why don't you listen to me? Everyone else listens to me, but you don't listen to me.
1: I just have a really good off button of listening to people when they're talking about things that I don't care about.
0: This is the most smug look <laughs> on her freaking face. It's not funny. All right, that's a, that's what our whole podcast is oh predicated gosh. on. You
1: ignore so many things I say. I don't. You literally, I literally no. listening to everything no, 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 you say. You will literally. I will say our day. Okay, we need, this. No, say, we need to do understand. this. Creepy detail that you don't even understand. We need to do this and this today, and you'll be like, okay. And then five minutes later, I'll be like, okay, we need to this. Why? <laughs>
0: what are you talking about? It's different. different. When not you're telling different. me a story, I listen. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. Every story you've ever told. That's not true. Test me.
1: <laughs> I probably don't remember as I've told. All right. Seriously, though. Just tell it again, just in case anyone else forgot. It's been 40 something episodes. At some point, people either didn't listen to it or forgot. said
0: that they had a cousin like die in the backyard. And then this was in the
1: Philippines, right? Okay. And they
0: blamed the Duende. I don't know if... They had reason. I I honestly don't remember. She told me when I was like eight and I forgot to ask her again since we started the podcast. I just remember her telling us a story and being emotional about it, not just trying to freak us out. My mom did tell us a bunch of like scary stories to freak us out, but she also got freaked out by them. So so there's that. I'll ask her. later. You should.
1: I want to know if there was like proof or what. I think what what happened to him
0: in general, do you know? And I don't remember. It, It was just that like my mom was playing with her. I think she may have just had an allergic reaction and passed away. I can't remember why I think that. But as an adult, maybe, you know what? Honestly, oh, that's stupid. I know why I think that. Why? Because it was about the same time I saw my girl.
1: Oh. <laughs> and that
0: kid died The that
1: traumatizing way. death of that yeah, movie. he died yeah. in the backyard, By right? the way, um, no, he was out in the forest with the little girl. Oh, whatever. By the way, I'm allergic to bees. Yeah. So that movie was traumatizing, especially because I went to my mom and I was like, she didn't know I watched it. I was with my dad, and I was like, "Hey, mom, if I got stung by a bunch of bees, would I die?" And she was like, "Yeah, probably." Yeah, and it was like, "I'm never
0: going outside ever again." Oh, speaking of which, nightmare. While she's having a Link moment, uh, shout out to Anna right, for rude. totally getting us right. Rachel is Link, and I'm Red. If you watch 100% Good Mythical Morning, you'll know Good what mythical we're talking More, about. Or your biscuits, or oh, yeah. or a mythical
1: beast. Yeah, they're let's talk phenomenal. about that. They, they're insane. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, Rachel's totally Link minus the herpes.
1: All right. Anyways, back to the original thing. Yep. Um I just love that they wear big hats. Like do do they have to wear big hats? Yeah, they're leprechauns. Of course they do. I get it, but like what if one doesn't like hats? <clears throat>
0: Fair enough. You know what's weird? Why did I not mention them in the Filipino folklore, folklore episode? I thought of
1: that when I saw this. So strange. Because I didn't know that they were like legit Unless Filipino. I did mention them. You didn't. You sure? I didn't know that they were like legit Filipino folklore. I mean, I thought, it's
0: like the same as why they're Mexican.
1: No, I get it. I just never really connected the two. Also, the first time I ever heard, by the way, first time I ever heard of these, is from from our brother-in-law, Javier. What up? And I just thought they were in South America.
0: I I forgot his story. So we'll have him tell it at some point.
1: On a listener story episode. Yeah,
0: our next listener story episode, which, by the way, is coming up. He has a pretty creepy one. It is. It's coming up. We talked about this last time, I think. Okay. After the special, which is, should we reveal?
1: Where am I during this podcast?
0: I don't know. I'm high energy today.
1: But like, no, that's not what I mean. Oh. I mean, like, when these things happen, where am I?
0: Oh, I don't know. You're just tuning me out like usual. I'm not
1: even on my phone. We literally
0: just talked about it. (laughs) Are we revealing what the next special is? I think we should. It's a good not time. To. We have
1: like four episodes left. There's a Three. chance we could change our mind. So no, just leave we're it. We're not
0: changing our mind. It's this. So we should say it.
1: This is in the middle of my story. Can we wait till the end of the episode? Let yep. people have
0: some suspense and wait. Back to the end of the episode. Anywho. Sorry, Rach. I've totally derailed you.
1: It's fine. Not really. This is what happens fine. whenever I
0: stop working, like right before the podcast. I'm I'm amped.
1: In Latin America, um, specifically in like um Central America, like Costa Rica, Dominican Republic. That area? Isn't that Central America? If I'm wrong, I'm sorry. I highly, I am not good at geography whatsoever. You can ask RJ, he quizzes me constantly. Costa
0: Rica is the rich coast, so.
1: No, but like those little islands in the middle. Islands? Yeah, there's, between North America and South America, there are islands, those are Central America. Between Mexico and... Aren't they? Is it Costa Rica, an island?
0: (laughs) (laughs) on the mainland are you thinking of <laughs> Panama which nope. is
1: also not an island nope I was sure Costa Rica
0: was an island <laughs> are you about to see if it is
1: I'm
0: about to just show you no
1: I believe you like I no part of me believes I know more in geography than anyone else I believe you completely I mean, okay, fine. Maybe not islands, but the little, like,
0: yeah, strip like, of strip area. Away. Yeah, you got that. And that's Costa Rica. Yeah, but it's not an island.
1: Okay, I was, you made me continue talking. I was confident in the beginning, and then you questioned me, <laughs> and then I continued talking, and then I said something stupid, and then I blame it on you. Anyways, in the Central America area, look up if you'd like to know specific names, because I'm going to stop naming them, because RJ made me
0: self-conscious.
1: Guatemala, Nicaragua, um, Costa Rica. They actually believe that the Duendes help people when they get lost in the woods. So oh. It's the little opposite. They're like little sweet spirits that are like, hmm, you're lost here. I'll help Wait, you get So out. this
0: is in contrast with the Filipinos? No, I, Portugal. In contrast with Portugal. Okay, mm-hmm. Portugal
1: believes they are mean and make children get lost. Yeah. La, uh, Central Latin America, Central America believes that they are helpful. Um, they are believed to be forest spirits with no thumbs.
0: Wait, forest spirit with no thumbs. No is that thumbs. what you said. Yep. Okay.
1: Um. So in no Mexico, thumbs. and this is f- an
0: odd detail.
1: I know. I don't know. Maybe like I've never like specifically looked at an animal and be like, oh, that has no thumbs. Most animals have no thumbs. I wouldn't be shocked by it if I. I mean,
0: I, I wouldn't either. But just why would they? Pay I think. Attention if, to and that? also,
1: if I saw a weird forest spirit, I would not be like, wow, they have no thumbs. I'd be like, wow, you're a weird like spiritual with creature thing. Yeah. That I shouldn't
0: see. Right. I'm with you.
1: Anywho. Um. So in Mexico and Southwest America, which I've actually never heard of anyone in America specifically talking about a duende or anything like that, but apparently they are there also. um, They are described as gnome-like creatures that live inside of the walls of your home, specifically in young children's rooms. This one's interesting. Um, They like to uh, clip the toenails of unkempt children, but sometimes they miss and they accidentally take a whole toe with them. So according to this folklore, children will wake up with missing a toe. Only kids, but that's just, that's just a, it's a cautionary tale of keep your kids clean.
0: It's weird though, because. Do their toenails. Like unkempt kids that like run around would probably like lose their toenails, but. Well, maybe they wear shoes. You can be dirty and so are shoes.
1: In the Philippines, the Duende is believed to live in rocks, caves, old trees, anthills, and dark, unvisited parts of people's houses. What? Anthills. How small are they?
0: Very small. Also. Also, how big are anthills?
1: Right. So in the Philippines, it's actually a little different than all the others in that. So in Portugal, it's believed they're bad, right? Um, Mexico and Southwest America. I
0: kind they of good. Are they, they're
1: they just clumsy. They, they seem like
0: kid managers, really.
1: Yeah, but not very good at it. Because then like they clip them out toes of the so, on accident. So, yeah, abstinent. like
0: clumsy kid um, managers.
1: But then in Latin, in. Um, what am I thinking? South America. No, I'm sorry. In Portugal, they're bad. Yes. In South America and in Mexico and South America. Clumsy kid managers. Clumsy kid managers. In the Philippines, it is actually believed there are good ones and bad ones. Okay. I don't like saying this out loud. It's just a fact. The good ones are considered to be white and the bad ones are considered to be black.
0: It's a racist place. I mean, that's fine to say. Also, they're very brown people
1: to be so racist. Like, it's not like a place of a bunch of white people, you know? Well, you know. <laughs> Whatever. Um, I've been a bunch of
0: white people for quite a few hundred years now.
1: So the good ones are known to play with children. They like to have fun and play with them. And only specifically children, because children are, it's that whole idea of children are more likely to see them because they, they're, what is it? of belief is.
0: Suspensive disbelief.
1: Disbelief, sorry, is lower. Yeah. Um, bad like, ones take them. Like em. imaginary friend thing. Yeah, bad ones take them though. Apparently. Just take them. Just take children. Hmm. I guess kill them too, according to your mom. Um, Also, according to uh, Filipino folklore, messing with them or hurting them in any way is taboo. So if you step on one, you're believed to be cursed forever by the Duende spirit. Um, So I tried to find some like specific stories that people had. And I went on my favorite place for stories, which is Reddit because it is just the best for this stuff
0: unadulterated crap, which is so good. good. I love
1: it. So here's the first one. Uh, when I was, Well, I was four or five at the time and I was playing hide and seek with the children my mom used to babysit. I decided to hide at the side of my bed, which was right next to a wall. While I was hiding, I had one of my legs under the bed. At at this moment, I felt great pain in my leg. It felt as if someone had grabbed it in a very forceful way. I remember looking under the bed right away and seeing nothing, but still feeling that force in my leg. So I kicked in the direction I felt force was coming from. As soon as I did that, I felt relief in my leg and quickly ran away. I ran to my dad and I told him what had happened, but he said it was just my imagination. As soon as he told me that, that I showed him my leg, which had a clear mark, which looked like a really small hand had made it. We never really spoke about it until years later when I asked him if he remembered what had happened to me. That was when my dad explained to me what might have been what attacked me. My family comes from Mexico, where the belief of duendes or gnomes slash elves is very strong. Duendes are small humanoid creatures that enjoy the company of children, but are very aggressive towards them. Um, they kidnap these children and force them to become their playmates, and if they, these children don't meet their standards, they brutally hurt them. My, my dad believes that maybe one of these duendes was trying to get me, but failed when I managed to fight back and escape. He states that the reason I didn't see it was because I was a child with a strong soul that was not meant to be taken by this thing. Therefore, I wasn't granted the ability to see this thing. So
0: That's a good written story. I interesting. Like um, well written. Sorry. My
1: grandmother is from Puerto Rico and she told me she got beat up by a duende. She was out at night walking through a field and she was supposed to be home hours ago when these little people beat her up. She had That's s-
0: similar to my mom's framing story. They were late from playing when the cousin got taken.
1: Um, which all sounds very much like a cautionary tale. That's what yeah. that always sounds like. Yeah. like. Don't be late. Um, She had scars till the day she died. She told us duendes are the souls of children of women who had unwanted babies and would throw them down wells to get rid of them. They'd come up and teach kids lessons. She also added that they weren't baptized and neither am I. So she called me a duende when I was bad.
0: <laughs> My mom called me demonio. Yes. Oh, hang on one second. Uh, oh, I'm going to call her. I want to see if I'm anywhere near right okay. and if she's willing to tell the story. Okay. Hey, do you remember when you told me the story
2: about, um, your cousin and the Duende? Yeah. You don't remember? (laughs) No, not, not that kind. The, The cousin who died,
0: you guys were, like, playing. You said a cousin died. Something killed her.
2: What happened? Do you remember the story? Oh, really? Yeah, ask her and call me back.
0: Love you, too. We're doing a podcast, so I want to I wanna know. Alright, love you. Bye-bye. Nini. She said she's actually talking to Nini, and so she'll ask her to remi- remind her. Um, do you remember it? She said she remembers, but Nini remembers it better because she was older at the time. Mm. Hey, Mom. Ma- Mom. Ah, there we go. I <laughs> think
2: great. Sometimes she's crying, and shouting so loud. And and, she said that she's so... I mean, do I... Yeah, do (laughs) I... Okay. Yeah. Can you hear it? I just, all I heard was... Like yes. she was saying, she sees all these dwarves, and then yeah. they're talking to her, and she starts laughing, um, and then she get, ended
0: up dying actually. Yeah, how did she? she d- how did she die?
2: Because she said that the Wendy was last was playing with her, and if you know, I'm she died because the Wendy supposedly yes. was because
0: messing with her because of that Yeah. So it messed with her and then, like, took her or just killed her?
2: Maybe the dwarf took her. Took her? <laughs> That's what she said. That's what they said. They took her. The dwarf. Yeah. That's what they were saying. That's, like, 40, 50 years ago. Wow. Dwarf in the province. Dwarf. Wow. Okay. Okay. Who did? And sometimes she will start laughing. She will just, just laugh, laugh at him. Sometimes she starts laughing. laughing. At nothing. Yeah. And uh, yeah. ano talo buo po di? Political. She scored. you. siya. Oh, the dwarf was uh, had
0: a crush on her. Yeah, you could... The, like, <laughs> the, the one
2: in my... Know,
0: just, have a relationship or something. She passed away supposedly
2: because of the work.
0: Did they find her? They, did they find her, or...? Yeah. Where Where was she, just in the yard? Yeah. Okay. She just died there. Wow.
2: That's crazy. Okay, cool. Th- uh, thank you.
0: Okay. <laughs> Love you. <laughs>
2: Love
0: you. All right. Love you. Love you, auntie. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Love you you too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.
2: All
0: right. Sorry about the terrible audio quality. I just called my uh, mom and she uh, called my aunt to get the Duende story. So um, I know that the audio quality is going to be terrible. And my, my aunt like Eats the microphone whenever she talks on the phone. Um, but anyway, so uh, she was talking about about forty to fifty years ago. Um, they had a cousin. It's like what I was talking about. I was just off on a few details. Um, was close to my aunt, not close to my mom. Um, and that the cousin was young. I think nine to eleven, some somewhere around there. Um, and she would like laugh at these dwarfs. What they call them, day. right? But dwarfs, uh, and would like laugh at them and said she saw like all, all the time, saw them and that they were good friends. And then like there was a dwarf that wanted to have a relationship with the cousin and wanted to take the cousin. Um, and then, and, uh, they ended up killing the cousin and they They took her, right? Yeah. They took her into the yard. Um, and then, uh, she died. So that's what, uh, (laughs) so here's the thing, right? If I were to go write a blog post about it, it would be something me and you would talk about. Yeah. But, but the problem is like, it's just, it, It's impossible to verify, right? Right. Well, and it could have just been an old fashioned way of, of, I mean, she probably mentally was very unstable. Right. And then ended up dying of something. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's how these stories persist. Or
1: also people, a lot of times have used other children's death like she may have done something risky that she shouldn't have done yeah and
0: and now it's a cautionary tale yeah kind yeah, of thing. so it could have been i mean here's the thing though but forever in my family's history we're gonna have somebody who was killed by duende right Yep, that's true so um yeah i mean and and really as far as speculation goes we have no idea well right. is really
1: interesting to me because it's like half and half there is the half that like all adult all adults know is made up that they purposely just continue down the line to say we use this to scare children. But then there's so much of it that's so ingrained in a lot of culture's history to the point where they would like physically fight you on the fact that these things exist. Um, And so I, I obviously have a hard time talking about whether or not they do just because I feel like that's not very respectful to different cultures um, and their beliefs. But at the same time, like it's just a really interesting thing how, um, Like your mom talks about it, like it's fact, even though she wasn't there and she didn't experience it, and because of what she's heard from her family, like it just, yeah, I, I'm, I like that stuff. I think it's really interesting.
0: It's interesting, and I think it's, uh, it goes back to that question of like, I mean, does it? Of course, it changes if it really was that or if it really was something else. But at the same time, the impact on my family, it doesn't change it. It doesn't change that. Yeah. Um, But yeah. So there's my. Duende story, which I think, like I said, I think I've alluded to in the podcast before, but I never, my mom couldn't quite remember the story and uh, I just forgot to ask her. So, so there it is. Um, Yeah. So we got some ads we're going to do. Like always. Uh, New one is Manscaped. So talk about them now. Um, Thank you for sending us our trial packages. Mm -hmm. So uh, I don't know why they stick to the man part of it because anyone can use it (laughs) Um, i am proof of that you can yeah you can use it uh it's a high quality like trimmer that you get um you also get like a deodorizer for your uh private
1: area yeah which that
0: (laughs) one we're not sure if that one's gender specific so i haven't um, touched it i only used it um and it's phenomenal by the way uh and um there's also like a crop what do they call it? So that's the crop, crop preserver. preserver is the, is the deodorant. Then there's a crop reviver, oh, which yeah. is like a cologne for down, down under. Um, and then you have the, the very nice trimmer, which comes with like guards and it's, uh, like you charge it so that and there's you, like a little brush to clean it off. Yeah. It's like really, really nice. And then, uh, it also came with what else? Oh, a pair of uh, really nice boxers. Um, yeah. That are like, uh, athletic that I wear is like Sleep shorts. Yeah. They're awesome. And uh, so, yeah, it's a phenomenal package. We're, we'll take a picture of the whole thing and it also comes in a nice travel bag, too, which is very, very nice. Uh, we'll take a picture of the whole thing and how it comes and uh, give out our promo code, which is Skeptical. Um, all caps is how they sent it to us. So, promo code Skeptical. Um, if you've ever thought about using Manscaped, uh, please go ahead and use it. Um, or if you need uh, anything like that, try out Manscaped. It's great. Yeah, it is great. And now you have a promo code. Um, Use our new promo code skeptical and you get 20% off and free shipping with your first uh, bundle. Hey, anyway,
1: um, I have a question. Did you ever think that you'd be talking about your genitals on our podcast?
0: Yes, I guaranteed I would. I didn't. I did you know what I thought it wouldn't take. I didn't think it would take a year. Um, All right. Well, then we surpassed your goals. Yeah. So anyway, uh, that was the ad before the ad because now you're going to hear the ad. Sorry. Ad, ad time. Yep. All right. <laughs> So longtime fans of the show are going to know that I am a huge sports fan. I love my Rockets, Astros and Texans. Um, but if you're the type of fan that thinks, you know, football or sports so well that you can choose any game and call it my book is the place for you because they can turn your sports knowledge into cash in your wallet. So between football season, NBA and the start of college uh, basketball season, it's time to get off the sideline, get in the action. If you're interested in turning a little bit of money into a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you. Like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you belt multiple games together for a bigger payout. And if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing: go to mybookie.ag because nobody gives you more ways to win. If you join right now, mybookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to a thousand dollars. That means if you deposit two thousand dollars, you get an extra thousand in free money to play with. Use promo code Late Fees. L-A-T-E-F-E-E-S, no spaces, to activate the offer. And once again, that's promo code LATEFEES, L-A-T-E-F-E-E-S. To take advantage of MyBookie's offer, go to mybookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid.
2: Hey
1: guys, this is Venice, and I've got a message from a friend of mine about my favorite podcast.
2: It's your boy, flavor, flavor, and full effect. Check this out, everybody. I want y'all to go check out TJ. What's good, everybody? TJ Johnson here from Voice from the Underground. I am the most handsome. Big ass. And I'm smoking my cigar, of course. You know what I'm saying, the Dutch. You pick me up in an Uber and a PT Cruiser, I'm calling Lyft. (laughs) (laughs) Because they be fighting the power, talking about social issues, politics, you know what I'm saying? And we're not even that good. Right, we're terrible, terrible, tangents <laughs> all over the place. And not only that, but they be keeping the fun with the sports, music, comics, and movies, too. Am I allowed to talk? Think, I think, no, not right now. <laughs> Shut Did up, you colonizer! <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? He on Twitter, at VFU Podcast. so you can find him, you can find him. So check one, two. This is Flavor Flav, yeah, boy! <laughs>
1: Okay, what Flav was trying to say is, check out Voice from the Underground
0: on your favorite podcast network. Voice
2: from the Underground.
0: Alright, so I'm going to be talking about the gym Twins of Ohio. Now that the ball talking is behind us, right?
1: There's a lot of ball talk.
0: There's a lot of ball talk. But hey, here's the reality. Balls exist.
2: Ew. Despite the fact they should
0: Probably. But uh, yeah, here we are. Um, so take care of them. Manscaped. Skeptical. Hey. All right. So the Jim twins of Ohio were reunited at age 39 after being separated at birth at the age of three weeks old in 1940 via adoption. Their adoptive parents both coincidentally named them James. And so both came to be known by the shortened named Jim. So that's why they're the gym twins. It's not a super common name. Still really weird. No, no, no. So we'll talk about that. That's a good thought and keep that up. Um, so you, thanks for, thanks for the motivation. Keep doing that. Um, but anyway, so they grew up only 40 miles apart, ended up living as close as eight miles apart as adults. Okay. um, and both families knew that the child had a twin, but they didn't know, like, what became of them. Right, because like, it's the 40s. Yeah, there was no Google or anything. It was hard to do. Um, and both children had a beloved childhood dog that they named Toy, which is an, It's a strange name. It's a strange name for a dog. It's not like Sparky or Fido or, or you Spot. know, like, or Spot, right? Like those classic names. It's an odd name for a dog. Um, both liked math and woodworking, which I'll talk about a little bit more later. Um, but neither of them were good at spelling. Both Jim's were married twice. The first time they both married women named Linda. No. When they didn't work out, they both divorced and they both met women named Betty. That's insane. And married them. Uh, both Jim's uh, had a son that they named James Allen. Um, so James Allen with an A was one and James Allen with an E was the other.
1: Was it like they were both James Jr.? Like was Allen their middle name?
0: Yeah. Well, no, 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 not. They weren't the boys middle name. I mean, uh, they weren't the, the men, the men's I middle asking. names. Yeah, okay. they just happened to name them James Allen. Um, both gyms were heavy smokers and both enjoyed the same brand of cigarettes, which I have a little bit later, but I don't know where that. Oh, Salem cigarettes. Um, both like to drink and uh, they both drank Miller Lite was their preferred brand. Um, both had similar jobs, including both of them being uh Uh, sheriff deputies, at least on a part-time basis. Oh, wow. Um, They said they even passed each other at the job and didn't know it. Um, They drove the same car, a Chevrolet, light blue. Um, Wait, but like the same? The same Chevy. Yep. Oh, wow. The same light blue Chevy. Um, Same
1: color? That's ridiculous. Yeah,
0: same light blue Chevy. What? Light
1: blue isn't even like a normal, it's not like the same silver car. Back then
0: it was a pretty common color, but still, Um, Mm. even still. Uh Lewis, uh so Jim Lewis and Jim Springer are their two separate maiden mm-hmm. names. Jim Lewis decided at age 37 he would try to get in contact with his twin after being uh like they I th- I think he said that his parents didn't do this on purpose. They were just mistaken. They they thought his twin brother had died. Oh, okay. Um, but he decided to look and, and found him anyway. Um and in 1977 he wa- was able to contact his brother um and called him on the phone and they both agreed to meet. Um, they took part in a study, uh, conducted by Dr. Thomas Bouchard of the university of Minnesota. Um, and the reason for this is because at the time they were trying to find twins that were separated at birth and they had happened to find each other as a rare thing. So they Mm -hmm. found them pretty quickly. Um, he found that their medical histories and brainwave tests were almost identical, and that their multiple person like their uh, multiple personality tests that they put them through uh, was quote as if the same person had taken them. Dang. Um, they went on to influence theories of nature versus nurture, which we'll talk about you know here at the end. That's like why I'm bringing it up. Um, And how the science thinks about the effects of hereditary hereditary um, over environmental factors. Yeah. Uh, Some have some have even considered the Jim Twins case as possible proof of a telepathic connection. We'll talk about that. Um, And uh, Jim Springer uh, did state that he always felt a quote emptiness. And so did Jim Lewis. So you can actually look up uh, an interview of them on the tonight show from way back when I actually watched that prior to this, where I'm getting some of these stories. Uh, but yeah, they both always sell, said that they felt an emptiness. And then once they met like that, emptiness was immediately gone. When they took Rorschach tests, they both saw the same thing. Uh, they were asked to draw a thing, any noun, and they both chose to draw a body like just, a human body. Right. Um, they were both asked to make a story and both came up with a farmer who was working the land with a pregnant wife. That was beautiful. Um, that's weird. Yeah. Uh, and again, that prompted the doctor from saying it was like the same person just took the test. Um, they both drove their light blue Chevy to Posgrill beach in Florida for family vacations in the same like time period. So can you imagine being the vendor that was just like, I feel like I just had this experience.
1: (laughs) Um, but it'd be like a little off because they didn't look exactly the same. No, and they
0: really don't. So that's something to to why it's good to look up that interview. Um, like one had like uh, Johnny Cash hair and the other one had like Beatles hair. OK. And their facial features are a little different, like different nose. Uh, but they had the same voice, the same tone. Uh, they even like would call each other's wives and like prank them. Yeah, like, right. On the phone and stuff. Because um, husbands. Right. <laughs> Both were fingernail biters and suffered from migraine headaches. Uh, each Jim had the peculiar habit of leaving love notes to their wives throughout the house, which how those men got divorced. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. And then uh, one Jim was more clearly conveyed himself through speech while the other one was better suited to writing. Um, both Jims did marry twice again to the, to Betty and, uh, Whatever the name was, I just said. Yeah, Linda. Uh, But one gym did marry a third time to a woman named Sandy. And it was not known at the time if the other gym knew a Sandy. So uh, they didn't get married. Um, And yeah, so I wanted to stop and talk about that for a second because then I have some other just twin stuff to bring up. But um, yeah, so a lot of people use this as nature versus nurture. And actually, I think that that's kind of a very simplified way to look at it in the sense that. It's not a perfect case because they live so close together. Like,
1: yeah, they could have easily been influenced by the same. same uh, Well,
0: not by they could have been influenced by the same environmental. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it's era, it's location. It's like what if they
1: what, especially like in the 40s, like there wasn't most towns weren't very big yes i know yeah so everybody went to the same place well, like they if probably you, went to the same car
0: dealer right so right. if you
1: went to the same car dealer then and you guys had about the same job and you had the same so beer you, choices so like, so because things that, like uh, you make about the same money so you right. look at about the same car right. or like if you go to the grocery store and they or, or if you see a commercial on the radio that talks about this vacation place in florida right. that you should go to then you both like take that advantage kind of thing, yeah. well and
0: then the there's the fact that like like coors was regional yeah right then. like bushes like cigarettes
1: yeah. you buy the cigarettes that are the most common in your and area to your
0: budget like yeah. you just said right right because so um and again like i said i think it's too simplified to to keep them together now the interesting part that i think is like interesting is how they both played together to essentially create a carbon copy human being in the sense that like so if you have this set of genetics and are in this environment, the chances are you're going to be going to do dude. like the same thing. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. I think that part is interesting and is really understated. Whenever you kind of like go check out these like everything that's written about these people, they always say nature versus nurture, and they're like no, the interesting thing to me is watching nature and nurture create a same human being. I mean, clearly they're not the same, right? Like this is hyperbolized, right? Um, but I just think it's very, very interesting.
1: What's well, like that? Um, dang it, that Hulu doc- documentary I was telling you about about the triplets who had been separated at birth and they all found each other. Right. And they became this huge sensation and they talked a lot, but like one of the biggest things that they personally talked about in their interviews afterwards was the fact that like... People harped on the things that they had in common, but But in general, they had so many things that weren't. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so, yeah, I think that that's a classic case of this, especially when you look at like how it was covered and when like they didn't have Twitter. Right. You couldn't see how different they actually were in their day to day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That kind of thing. And even that like political views would totally be driven by where you grew up. Oh, yeah. Especially in the 40s. But just for fun. So, so here's the thing. Like it's, it is a good story and we could go on super all day interesting. about it, yeah. right? but here's just some other interesting twin facts. So there, the, these were other sets of twins that were separated at birth. Um, they were known like this one pair was known as the giggle twins. Cause they would both laugh and fold their arms the same exact way. Um, okay, Barbara, but to be fair, me and my sister laughed the same. Remember, but you grew up the same. Like not how, really. We were like eight years apart. No, but we're talking about mannerisms. No, I get
1: that. But like the sound of our laugh.
0: No, but they said laughed and folded their arms the same exact way. Every I get time. that. I'm just saying, okay,
1: if you heard, like you said, when you hear me and my sister laugh at the same time, you apart. can't tell the difference, Nope.
0: but it's just interesting. Um, so Barbara Herbert and Daphne Goodship um, spent four decades of their lives apart. Um, they discovered they had uh, both had miscarriages followed by the birth of two boys, then a girl. Like, so that pattern That's interesting. And actually, from a genetic standpoint, like the mathematics behind that is very, very like uh, stringent. Yeah. Um, so identical twins, Tom Patterson and Steve Tazumi had very different upbringings, um, unlike the gyms. Uh, one was raised in a Christian family by two janitors in rural Kansas. Um, and his name was Tom. Steve lived in Philadelphia and was raised by a Buddhist household. Huh. That's Tizumi, I'm assuming. All right. Um, but both men ended up uh, owning bodybuilding gyms. Very random. Huh. Yeah. Uh, Debbie Melman and Sharon Poset or Posay, um were also raised by families of different faiths, but nature versus nurture prevailed in some interesting ways with them as they both had the unusual habit of crossing their eyes when getting excited. Very odd. Okay. Uh, by the way, th- this last set of stuff was from uh, science.howstuffworks.com. Um the first stuff was like compiled from their interviews and then you know just random Google searches of them. Uh a Minnesota study included a set of triplets that although raised separately, um David Schaeffren, David or no, I'm sorry, Bobby Schafren, David Kelman, and Eddie Galland shared similar personalities. And that's what I'm talking about. Oh, okay, cool. Those are the three guys I think. Yeah, so they're in a documentary, so check that out. Um, there, there was a 1986 Minnesota study, that I believe those three were a part of mm-hmm. that also found that, um, genetics may play a, a larger role in personality than they previously thought. Um, and that, uh, even though the environment that affected all those triplets and these twins as part of that study, um, was so different, their personalities remained relatively the same, even more than the gyms, which is why I'm bringing them up. Yeah. Right. Uh, there was a reporter, Daniel Goldman, who wrote in the New York times at the time that, uh, genetic makeup was more influential on personality than child rearing, uh, finding he said would launch a quote, fierce debate. Uh, by the way, this part is coming from CBSNews.com. Um, he said, quote, or, uh, one of the scientists said, quote, we never said that family environment didn't matter. We just made the point that environment works in ways that we hadn't expected. And so does genetics, right? Yeah. Um, Another study commissioned by the editor of the journal Science uh, looked at genetics and IQ, and they found that about 70% of IQ variation across the twin population was due to genetic differences among people. 30% was due to environmental differences. The finding received both praise and criticism, but an updated study in 2009 found with new sets of twins found a similar correlation between genetics and IQ. Hmm. So about 70% due to genetics. Um A study in 1990 found that genetics accounted for 50% of the religiosity among the population. In other words, both identical twins raised apart were more likely to be religious or not to be religious together compared to unrelated individuals, Um, which 50% is a huge correlation. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. Um, Other studies found a strong genetic influence on dental or gum health, which people thought at the time um, it was all like how you take care of your teeth. Yeah. Um, Another study found that happiness and well-being had a 50% genetic influence, Mm -hmm. which is huge. Um, and another study surveyed separated twins about how close they felt to their newfound sibling. And among identical twins, eighty percent of them f- surveyed reported feeling closer to their newfound twin than to their best friends, uh, su- suggesting a strong genetic component between. That one bond. feels
1: psychological, though. Yeah, definitely. That one right? feels like I know you're my twin, so because of that, I feel this automatic bond to you. Yeah, definitely compared to others. But uh-huh. yeah,
0: but yeah, I mean, psychological is still real. Yeah, no, I get right? it. I'm
1: just saying, I think it's more made up in their own head. Sure, if that makes sense. Sure.
0: Um, the Minnesota study also gave scientists a new understanding of the role of genes and environments on human development. Uh, Siegel said in the future, twin studies will aim to link specific genes to specific behaviors as well as investigate epigenetics, uh, which is what turns genes on and off. And that's what twin studies are doing now. So, um, yeah. So twin studies, always interesting. Remember we did the Erickson twins. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So,
1: um, something that it makes me think of is like, so first off, I mean, if you look at a family, even with kids who live together, right? Like you look at a family with like three kids and how completely different their personalities are. You know what I mean? So like clearly when like parents, I mean, we're the same people who raise the same two kids and already Sterling and Cole have completely different personalities. And I get that our kids are adopted. That makes that's different. But like, I just mean like in general, I look at like my sister's three daughters and they're all completely different people who have completely different traits and completely different ways of handling things and all that kind of stuff. When you would think if if nurture was more of it, then they would kind of blend more when in actuality, like especially the older two are complete opposites of each other. Yep. So um that's really interesting to think about because it it definitely shows that.
0: Well, and there was another study, I can't remember the specifics behind it, but they found that um like I can't remember the name, like the number, but that it was more likely that you would uh, go to college if you came from a genetically college-going family than a environmentally yeah, right. college-going family. I always found that to be so uh, uh, odd because it's like. There's so many factors to college. That would seem yeah. so much
1: more like, well, I saw my parents did, and like, or I saw their I have, careers. Or I have the
0: means. Yeah. Right. right. Like, it, it, that one just seems so odd to me because there's so many layers to that decision that uh, I just found that very strange. Um, but yeah, so twins. Um, and then there's the, of course, the paranormal side because we are, you know, our podcast, right? Um, do you think that there's some kind of like sixth sense link between twins?
1: I think when you share genes with another person that strongly, I think there's a chance that you could have something closer. Like, I remember feeling like, I don't know. I remember feeling really close to my brother as a person, which obviously we don't share all the same. We don't share the same genes like twins do, but we share a lot of them.
0: I mean, like me and my sister are very. Like you can see the correlations. Yeah. yeah. And it,
1: I, so I can imagine like, cause, because I think about it and it's like, you know, okay, you think about the bond that you create with other people and how do you do that? It's by spending time with them. Like literally the entire first five years of their life are just in each other's face on top of the fact that you also share genes with that person. So like the whole, like creating twin um, languages and things like that, like that is such a huge mix of genes and, literally never being apart which is why
0: this whole separated twins thing is so interesting yes that
1: is super interesting but but yeah so that definitely hints to the fact that there has to be some amount of connection in genes in that way
0: well the thing is like even if it's like let's say one percent right like Mm -hmm. so for instance the two bodybuilding dudes like maybe they're both just really good at lifting weights genetically so then they turned a career into it right you know what i mean so like like there could be things like just the fact
1: that they both were exposed to it at some point in their life it's
0: just odd. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, and again, these are coincidences, right? Like they just happen to to have that, but yeah, I don't know. I mean,
1: it, there has to be some kind of connection. I don't know if I would call it a paranormal supernatural. or supernatural yeah. in any way, but I definitely believe when you share that much DNA with another human being, it's going to,
0: so it gotta happen.
1: Well, it's just, I, like I said too, I think really the understanding of knowing there literally cannot be another human being on the planet that's as genetically the same as you are. But then also the fact that other people don't have that. I think that adds to it. Once you kind of see that, once you're old enough to kind of understand that you have that with someone when most people don't, I think that would also play a huge factor in that. Again, if you lived with them, not right. if you were separated, but
0: so we're going to check out this triplet documentary. At I already some point. did.
1: It's very good. You, you watched watch it? it. I told you that I've told you the whole, the whole synopsis. See, you don't listen.
0: Well, I thought, you said we were going to watch
1: it. No, I watched No, no, no. You're thinking of something else. Oh, I am? Yes.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that explains You're it. You're thinking
1: of the Who Am I one? The one with oh, the yeah. two brothers. No, oh, this Oh, I thought that's what this, this was. Is one, I watched this one like four months oh, ago. Oh, I remember.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. My I'm bet. sure you do.
1: I remember. Real convenient. Hey, hey. Hey. I'll quiz you on it. You think I won't? Quiz me on it. I can't with everyone around. I'll ruin it.
0: Oh, fair enough. All right. So, you all check that out. Oh, what were the things we were going to wait for at the end? Oh, yeah. The ghost hunt. Ghost hunt. How did it go? You got so scared.
1: Uh, yeah, it was scary.
0: <laughs> it, this one was legitimately way scarier than. Goat way Man's. scarier.
1: And I'm not talking about ghost scary. I
0: I'm, am. I'm not. A little bit, but mostly not.
1: I'm talking about wildlife slash possible hobos with knives scary. Yeah. So. I don't. I've made this clear before. I never wanted to do this. I got forced into it. By you amazing people and by my husband, who knows how terrified I am. And I went out there for 20 minutes and then I was done because we literally like stood out there for five minutes and I heard too many things.
0: Yeah, we had something coming down the path at us, which I think was an armadillo, but it Could have been anything. It
1: sounded ballsy because it kept moving. Like it did. we were shining our light on wherever it was, and we were talking, and it was just like, "I'm still gonna move around." Yeah. Anything that makes that much noise while you're talking and make loud noises is not afraid of you. It's pretty. Confident. And I don't like that confident. because confident. raccoons aren't big, but they'll mess with you.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. We don't know what it was. Uh. And then I think I caught some things. It was also was really pretty, though. Oh, it was a beautiful park. It was a beautiful um, place. We I would to love to go back River there Legacy park in the daytime. So go ahead and Google it. In um, Arlington, Texas. We're also going to do another ghost hunt there, but with not alone. So it'll be good.
1: Yeah. I think if uh, it's like the perfect, like, uh, what's Goatman, Goatman's was the perfect, like, it was really loud and really, and there was a lot of people and we were with a group of people, being with your family. So all of that made it not scary for me. This place was silent. And you walk 10 feet away from your car and you can't see it anymore. You're literally like surrounded by thick, dense woods on each side of this tiny little path. And that is not a good combination for me. So if we're going to go to a place like that, I need more people there.
0: The camera was much better. Way better. Not even close. Uh, the lighting was a lot better. We had actual lights, not just mm-hmm. our flashlight. I yep. mean, our cell phones. Um, so, yeah, it was a lot better of a hunt. And hopefully we caught something I have yet to edit the footage. But also shorter. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, that's good. It's good that it's shorter because the first one, I think, was intimidatingly too long. So check that out whenever it's done. It'll be about 20 minutes, probably all told. So um, check it out. It'll be up hopefully by the end of the week. Um, what was the other thing? Oh, and we're ready to announce what our next special will be. You ready? Yeah. It's Mothman. Mothman. Yep. Finally going to do Mothman. Finally. Uh, have
1: people been asking?
0: No, I have. I love Mothman. Oh. It's a great story.
1: I really just remember the. I watched the movie when I was like 10.
0: OK, she's going to do more research than that, though.
1: Obviously, I always do. Don't <laughs> act like I don't.
0: No, but you said, oh, that should be easy. I've seen the oh, movie. It was a
1: joke. I don't even remember. I remember like two parts.
0: <laughs> All right. Also, he was. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think it I was, was at- Michael Keaton, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure. No, no. I thought it was a. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Michael Keaton. Yeah, it probably was. I was thinking of, uh, what what's his name? Kevin Costner for some reason. I don't but. think it is. All right. You guys have a great week. We will see you next week or hopefully on YouTube. Please check out our YouTube. We would love our YouTube to actually like, you know, be worth anything. So that'd be cool. All right. Have a good one.
1: Bye. Oh, I was wrong. was it? It's Richard Gere. <laughs>
2: Alright, silence. never a good
0: reason to be ignored. We haven't Stop. done our one, two, threes. What are you Get- talking about? Alright, fair enough. My check <laughs> one, two, three. my check one, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. Nice to dumb
2: boy. What? I'm not dumb. I'm mm-hmm. the smartest guy you know. Smartest <laughs> person you know. <laughs> Sir. You dumb boy. No. Yeah. No.
1: You a dumb, dumb boy.
2: Up above the crowd, even if I gotta shout out loud, tonight is the only thing you need gonna stand out.
1: till you notice me? It's a piece of cake. I do I is way better.
2: Dun, 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 start? Oh, yeah! No, the actual
1: words. <laughs>
2: uh... Something about something motion. emotion.
1: reaching out to each
2: other's hands. Living and swimming and swimming and
1: You'll find you'll never be, be, be
2: far apart. apart. And so maybe that is we'll the be. reason why. <laughs> you uh, go. For the first time, I'm a seeing a it th- eye no, to No,
0: for eye. the first
2: time ever.
1: No.
0: Yeah, I'm seeing it eye to eye.
2: Eye to eye.
1: We should know that song a lot better for how much we sing it.
2: Yeah, but it's just hard to get past
0: like the 90s of I'm a child and know nothing. <laughs>
2: you know? <laughs> I guess.
1: Oh, that hand sanitizer smells like cologne. Yeah, Are you done? Jeez, taking so long doing the work we should both be doing.
2: Yes, yeah, screw First you, man. First time
1: ever, I'm seeing it eye, eye, to, eye. eye, to, eye. Seeing it
2: eye to eye.
1: The perfect chaos. So perfect. Care. <laughs> Freaking Sterling
2: us on the open road. On the open road.
1: Oh, the dogs are alone. Hurry up. I'm
2: trying, woman. Jimmy Christmas, why don't you try?
0: <laughs> for
2: once.
1: You're so good at it.
0: Don't chop chop at me. Ah. <laughs> There's
2: a new YouTube video of
1: Bigfoot's baby. I'm to do that one. Sure, at least not aliens this time. Hey.
2: Hey. 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 It's not like the
1: fawns when you do that. No. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Maybe love is the reason why the first time ever seeing it,
0: it, it, it eye to eye. da na na da Da-na-ba-ba-na-na. Seeing it eye to eye. Seeing it eye to eye. I don't know <sighs>
2: what
1: the hell you're talking about. <laughs>
2: Mm, 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 mm. It eye to eye. all
0: right um relax babe you don't do any of this all right you need to throw shade look i do because you're being mean i'm not i'm just get you together i'm trying why don't you try to help i don't get sent that stuff yeah you do it's in our combined email what bs disagree you're
2: running disagree Here we go Why do I have the...